Welcome to The Power of Sticking Together with me, your host, Alicia LaTrimble. Today's episode will have you checking on yourself and somebody else. I could not wait to get back on this platform to speak with you, the congregation, about friendship. We will explore moral values with biblical principles for the next few weeks along with my special guests. Our attention will be focused on friendship and the unique attributes it carries in who you are in life. But for now, let me kick it off on today's topic, what about your friends? I'm going straight to the meat, y'all. When was the last time you stopped to ask who are those you call friends? Hmm. And how are they truly doing? Hmm. Proverbs 17 and 17 states, a friend loves at all times. Have you allowed your love to become sometime in your friendship? You pick and choose when you want to be a friend. Oh, that one right there is a killer. You know, I'm going to hang with them for a moment and now I want to be bothered. So I don't want to hang with nobody. Look, you can't be choosing when to call someone friend and use them like a spare attire. And since you got it all back together, you don't want to be bothered. So again, what about your friends? Listen, a man who has friends must first show himself friendly. You always asking what about them, but what about you as a friend? Are you showing yourself friendly? So if you're wondering what is going on in your friendship, ask yourself, when was the last time you showed yourself friendly? Or have you been playing the victim of being on the receiving end? You know, looking for somebody to show himself friendly before you show yourself friendly. Hmm. But guess what? There is a friend who sticks closer than any brother. Are you that friend? Do you value the bond of your friendship? Do you know whom you have established a bond with to call them friend? Do you really know this person? Are you the type of person every time somebody talks to you, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend, that's my friend. You know, like this new thing they got going out, everybody fam, you fam, you fam. Because at that time, that person liking you and, and giving you some type of confirmation within yourself so now they become fam but you know what true family i'm not i know where i'm going true family will not only give you confirmation in yourself but they will also check you when you need to be checked in love so again do you know whom you have established a bond with to call them a friend that one that can coexist because there is a mutual affection. That friend like family relationship. That's what I was trying to tell you. Dude, is that friend like a good, healthy, strong family relationship? These are the traits of healthy friendships. Friendship without a mutual affection leads to letting people down. And departing ways because of lack of knowing a person. Mm, I have been there and I have been there on both sides of the spectrum. Trust me. 
by not developing a mutual affection, a care for one another, a bond that can stick closer than any brother, you will depart ways really quick. We are so quick to deflect our friendships of lack of on others. Oh, I don't talk to them no more because they did this and they did that. Oh, I showed them this and they showed me that. But here's the thing. Sometimes you could be too caring that you can't even see what you're contributing in that friendship. So you have to have an open eye when you're going into uh, becoming a friend with someone. You have to have a positive insight. You have to be able to see them for who they are. <laughs> Jesus saw Judas. Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's not get there quite yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. So let me slow down. What more values and biblical principles you hold yourself accountable to when it comes to friendship? Mm. Did you not know there are more values and also biblical principles that you have to hold yourself accountable to? Or are you busy singing that old school jam? What about your friends? Are they going to be around? Are they going to let you down again? You know about TLC. Always trying to figure out what about your friends, trying to see their motives, trying to see what angle they're coming from, but never one time looking at where direction you are going in. Walking around singing, friends, what about your friends? You know, I, that was my jam too. So I'm not, look, I love that song. So no offense. That was the best song that I thought could represent what we thought friendship looked like back in my days. However, I'm understanding friendship is much, much, much deeper than that. The vision of friendship has been commercialized by social media. And the next few weeks, I am going to hit these topics of friendship like never before with my friends. So I have some questions I want to ask you. I know I was talking to you about some of the things that we I would bring to your attention on what friendship and how it should look and how it should develop. But I want to ask you, what type of friend are you really? While you're listening to this podcast, I want you to just think about that while I'm talking about friendship. See yourself. Not the friend. Don't see the friend. See yourself. What type of friend are you really? <laughs> what about your friend? Yeah. What about your friend? How do they see you? Are you that friend who can kiss the friend you know is betraying you? Whew. Man, that's deep. I told you friendship is deeper than that old school jam. But for now, I'm going to get back to that kiss the friend and yet call through betrayal. I'm, I'm going to get back to that. 
But I want to start off with David's friendship towards Joe Nathan and how genuine this friendship. They had a mutual bond. They both understood each other regardless of when odds were against them. In so much that Joe Nathan helped David escape when Joe Nathan's father tried to kill him. In so much that David showed his son mercy. Joe Nathan's son, mercy. During the time they was in battle and his son was crippled and he saved them and he didn't allow anyone to do him any harm. He showed him mercy and he said, no, no harm come to him. He's going to be sitting at my table for now and now. So the rest of Joe Nathan's life was he had was able to sit at the king's table. Favor. Friendship brings some good favor throughout the years. Now, I can't get into the whole story. Just know there's a friend that can stick closer than any brother. And there's friendship that can be pure as David's heart towards God. Joe Nathan would admire David's grit and how he served God and his people to the point when his own father, like I said, tried to kill him. Joe Nathan would warn David and help him escape. What about your friend? Do you warn them or do you let them stand in harm's way? Like, what about your friends? You know, this just came to me on this topic. Jesus warned Judas before Judas ever betrayed him. He told him what would happen if he betrayed him. It would be better for you to tie something around your neck and kill yourself because you can't live with the betrayal. He warned him before he did it. But greed had already set to his heart. I know, here I am getting ahead of myself again because how many of you are doing people wrong because you want to make it in life? And I, I, guess, I'm, I guess I'm here because we're living in this day, in this age, in this time where everybody... Nothing can stop me because I'm all the way up. But the, the value of loyalty and friendship over money is bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Friendship that understands your destiny in life will never betray your loyalty. Let's look at Jesus, who I was talking about earlier. He is that friend that sticks closer to any brother. In so much, after Judas' betrayal, he yet called him friend. Not only calls him friend, but kisses him with a kiss of compassion and forgiveness. Their friendship was one-sided loyalty. Have you been there? Are you the one-sided friend? Jesus valued Judas, and Judas did not see the loyalty until it was too late. He allowed greed to rob him of eternal life. You remember that rope around your neck? He pretty much committed suicide. That's sad. Whew, that is sad. That's deep. It's not the season to 
be upset over lost friendship because there is a friend that's closer than any brother. His name is Jesus. When friends betray you or you are a friend that betrays someone, God is right there to open his arm and forgive you. You do not have to do the extreme. You do not have to fall in depression. You do not have to wonder how you got there. I told you, this is your way to understand friendship. When it's broken, friendship, how do you recover from that? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I had to put a pin right there to let you know that God is right there when friendship fails. Friends should never let stuff get in the way of being a friend. So again, I'm going to keep asking you this all the way through the episode because you've been so busy talking about what about your friends? What about my friends? Why they did me like this? I don't know if I could trust them as a friend. But if you understand the value, if Jesus showing you the value of true friendship, then you may be able to not be so easily calling everybody fam and everybody that's my friend right there. Are you dealing with betrayal by people you call friends? If your answer is yes, then you need to check what you're doing if everybody some kind of way keep walking away from you. I'm just saying. Yes, friendship is important. It brings unity. It teaches you how to serve one another, pray for one another. And it is not selfish. It, it's not selfish gains. However, do not be the betrayer either. Learn to bear each other up. That God-like friendship that sits closer than any brother. That God-like friendship that sits closer to you than any brother. Is so amazing to have once you find that true understanding what friendship truly feels and looks like. Not this commercialized stuff. Not these reels. My girlfriends. But they, they're not showing us the one when them girlfriends was fighting. They're not showing us the one when them girlfriends not talking anymore. So we don't want to be commercialized. We don't want to have that commercialized friendship. We want that genuine friendship that God says that you can have. That friend that can stick closer to you than any brother. You know, that's power. And that's also a beautiful thing to be able to call someone friend. Jesus showed us what attributes true friendship looks like. David is also another example of true friendship and the pureness of a solid bond. Friendship can be one-sided. And it can also bring unity to both parties. Parties, But listen, I want to talk to you about another type of friendship. Church friends are what we call squad friends. That one that you with all the time, majority of the time. Yet somewhere in your tomorrow, they lied about your yesterday and betrayed you today. David talks about this 
so-called fellowship of friends in Psalms 55 and 12. He says, it was not my enemy who betrayed me, nor my haters, but my friend. Mm. <laughs> Did you get that? It was not my enemy, nor my haters, but my friend. Mm, 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 mm. Yet, we still have to learn how to deal when we have those closer to us betray us, those so-called fellowship friends. I must admit, betrayal of close friends evaluates your emotion and brings out the best or worst in a person. We either ask God to forgive them or we allow Satan to enter our heart to cause harm later. When God show you the hand of somebody, you better believe that hand they're dealing you. Because if you don't, later on you're gonna lose. We know how to hide or keep ourselves from out of harm's way if it's an enemy or a hater, you know. This is for my haters. You know, I don't care about my, I'm, you know, I'm squad up. My, my enemies can't get to me. You know, we, 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 we know how to defend ourselves against our enemy or our hater. But we have a friend that comes in and lie on us and do us wrong. That does something to your heart. But what happens when your friend slaps in slaps you or kick you in the gut. You know, you know that, 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 that thing that rips something up out of you. If you're not careful, you would never trust no one else to be a friend. And God don't want you doing that. God don't want you to spend your life trying to understand why they did you like this and you're, you ain't trusting nobody else. Cause then you're gonna go on a whole nother deep end and it's gonna be dark. But, the cruelty of this type of friendship. There we go. Jesus is a friend that can stick closer to any brother. He took that betrayer and put it on the cross mm, to the point of death. So he took that betrayed and the image of what it looks like for friendship and he puts it and he stretches it out wide. That's what put him up there. He put it on the cross. He put it on the cross, y'all. He put it on the cross so that when someone do you like that, the hurt, the pain, the suffering that you should have went through, you don't have to go through it because God put it on the cross. God allowed his son to be betrayed and he put Jesus on the cross. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. My, my, my. He understood his friends were getting ready to experience something far worse than betrayal, but guilt that would not let him go. He put that guilt on the cross. Either way, we are accountable for how we are seeing ourselves as friends. So instead of asking, what about your friends? Ask yourself, what are you doing as a friend? As a friend. Are you encouraging one another, building each other up? Are too busy doing you? 
Remember, good company builds bonds between friends. Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good more and separates friends. Friends do not stir up strife and whispers among others about you. Good friends understand how to value your friendship. Whispers among friends separate friendship quicker than you can blink. Oh, I'm the only one. I Well, I ain't never been through that. Right. Whispers brings uncomfortable vibes which later causes snares and tears in your friendship. If you wonder why something ain't feeling right, could be the whispers. The last thing you want to do is to make friends with an angry man or someone with a hidden vengeful spirit because that's what's gonna end up being. All the whispers behind your bite, the whispers you're putting behind because you're not communicating or conversing with one another, you're not conversing with each other. Eventually, somebody's gonna become upset, bothered, and the friendship is gonna turn into something totally different. The snares he or she sets will lead you both into a bad spot, okay? So if you set in snares by your whisper, it's gonna lead y'all into a bad spot. If you are the angry friend, you're gonna cause each other harm. You gotta know that. That's not what God wants when he say, friends. You know, I think about that other school and we're gonna get kinda in these little songs that they used to talk about back then in my days. You know, friends don't boom, boom, boom. How many of us have them? Friends, don't boom, 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 boom. Before we go any further, let's be friends. Don't, 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 you know, ones we can depend on. Friends, they didn't make that music for no reason. They had gone through something. They rolled with these people. They made music together. And somewhere along the way, those who they thought was closer to them, things happened. So, what does friendship truly looks like? Friendship sharpens each other. They have a greater love. The love of Jesus shown to Judas, how he laid down his life for his friend. Judas was too angry at himself to see forgiveness. Jesus took the betrayal, I told you, to the cross. If only Judas could have seen the power of forgiveness he would have had a different outcome than taking his own life. He would have been able to live with himself because of that forgiveness on the cross. I know you thought it was all about you, about your friend. I know you thought it. This, oh, what about your friend? Yes, they did me wrong. But it's about you as a friend. The truth is, what about you as a friend? What about you as a friend? Listen, I have a quick confession because I'm almost done. This has been one of the hardest podcasts that I have came uh, to do. And I struggled with it. 
because it brought me into understanding about me as a friend. Not so much dealing with who betrayed me, who did me wrong, why they did me the way they did me, because that was irrelevant. It, it really was. It was more so, Lishala, what do you stand? What are you doing about this? And, and how can you develop and become a better friend than you ever thought you could become? It pulled me into a lot of questions about me as a person. It pulled me into a lot of things as me as an individual. And the truth be told, I didn't even think I wanted to do this. I'm, I mean, I had this episode with me for now about two weeks. You know, guys, I push out episodes at least every week. That's my goal. But because I struggled so much with understanding this is not what about your friends. When God first gave me this, I was like, okay, deal. I can deal with this. What about your friends? You know, I can talk about some stuff, but at the end of the day, God ended up showing me. You, you asking me, what about your friends? Let me turn around and ask you what type of friend you are. Okay. So this podcast is an intro to the conversation needed among friends. It's an intro. Um, tune in next week along with my special guest, Lydia Trimble, as we discuss you have a friend in me. Yes, my daughter is going to be on here. Um, how to heal from broken friendships and how to become a friend who truly lives by the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat people the way you want to be treated. And what does forgiveness look like? These values are so important when we're looking at friendship. So again, I ask you the question, what about your friends? Are you bearing them up, forgiving them, and sticking together? Or is it you that's stirring conflict, gossiping, and slandering them. Do not be the unreliable friend. It will soon end. Don't show up out of convenience. I don't need a friend to show up in my life when it's convenient for them. But no, there's a friend who sits closer than a brother. Jesus do not just show up when it's convenient. Jesus is there through it all. He teaches us how to listen to advice and how to become a friend that can better each other and help each other succeed. Everyone needs a friend. Two people are better off than one. So don't sit around and be like, I don't need no friend. I'm good all by myself. Well, sis, I'm sorry. You're not. Look, man, you're not good by yourself. A person standing alone is in real trouble. Do not take my word for it. Read it for yourself. Let's see what Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12 reads. Listen to this. Two are better than one because they are good. If they fall, one will lift up his companion. If they fall. You hear that? If you fall, somebody instead of help lift you up. But woe to him who is alone when he falls. Woe to him that has sat around and say, I'm, I don't need no more friends. I ain't dealing with this. Mm -mm. You just asked out Jesus. 
You just etched out Jesus and anything that Jesus does for you in life. If he he's there to bear your heart, listen, I got Jesus. Well, Jesus is a friend. Jesus is your friend. And he loves for you to um, show what he shown to you towards others. That's what he does. He shows you love and he say, now give it by friend free, freely. So if he's showing you friendship, he wants you to give that by freely. Right. Again, if two lie down together, they keep each other warm. Yes. Yes. That means also in your marriage. This is a little deep, but in your marriage, you keep each other warm, right? When it's cold, the first thing you do, I know I do. My husband has a fit when I do that. When it's cold and I get in the bed and I could be freezing cold, the heater could be on. But I'm going to just get up underneath him and keep me warm. And the first thing he's like, you just took all the heat out my body. Don't be that friend. Don't take away the heat. And then I'd be like, I'm sorry, but his heat is so good. But anyway, get off of that topic. But who can one be warm alone? How can you warm yourself up alone? Mm, I just heard it in the spirit. I just give me more blankets. You don't have to get more blankets and more blankets and more blankets. When you got a friend and someone that cares for you, there maybe they can go get you the blanket. Maybe they can cover you up. Hmm, you ever thought about that? So stop thinking you don't need a friend. You need a friend. Do not live this life alone. Do not live this life alone. Just know if I'm your friend, you have a friend in me. That's what Jesus is saying. Listen, Jesus is your friend. You have a faithful friend in him. A faithful friend. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand, withstand him. And a three-four cord is not broken easily. So friendship not only is there to do several things for you, it helps lift you up when you're down. It comforts you when you need to be comforted. And it's not easily broken. It's not easily broken when someone comes and tries to do you harm. You can withstand the enemy together. It don't say when one and one is called upon, when one and one is gathered in my name. It say when two. <laughs> I'm just saying. It says when two are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst. So friends, it's that too. Two or more. Friends who you trust, people that you have a common affection with, you know, people that you can rely on. And so until next week, keep checking on yourself and your friend. Good friendship is worth fighting for. When they are healthy, we're going to talk about that. Sometimes it's just good to part ways, but at the same time, 
Make sure we do it in love. Do not wreck your life and no one else's life. Become a friend that sticks closer than any brother. I know that takes power. Jesus-like power. So until next week, I'm out. Thank you for listening to The Power of Sticking Together with me, your host, Alicia Trimble. Come back next week for another encouraging word that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself or someone else. I have a special guest, my daughter, Lydia Trimble, to continue our discussion on friends. Y'all be safe out there.